Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a edition. I mean, I can't say another because it's been a little bit, uh, but a edition of easily the best podcast on this network, the Lynn Sanity Podcast. And uh, I have I am thrilled. I am thrilled to be talking the NFC West uh, in this incredible division uh, with just such incredibly competent coaching and incredibly competent uh, team building in the in the NFC West. And we've got, uh, you know, Bryce, who's who's, who's fighting it out for us, who's, who's grinding it out in the trenches. I'm not going to not going to make fun of him today. He's just grinding out in the trenches. I'm not even going to make him have to induce himself. And then uh, I. Uh, I have my brother as well, uh, who's joining us, uh, because, uh, quote, uh, I know more than just the AFC North, end quote. That is a very accurate quote. We're going to find out. I like that quote. I like that quote. Uh, We'll see about that. that. Uh, Next up, uh, we got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, We're going to start off with the best. I mean, overall, the best front office in the league right here is in Arizona. I mean, cry out loud, let's just get right to it. I mean, we, we're looking at we're looking at just incredibly competent work from Steve Kahn over the last decade. Uh, though he did, uh, though they are moving uh, in a different direction in their front office. Uh, so let's just kind of get into what they did this offseason. Uh, they went out, they got Kaiser White, uh, Pat Efline, Jeff Swaim, L.J. Collier, Zach Pascoe, uh Paris Johnson and Ojalari in the draft. Um, and then obviously they've seen some departures with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, JJ Watt retiring, Rodney Hudson, uh, still a free agent, Jet Sinem, Justin Pugh, uh, Marcus Golden, uh, AJ Green, Byron Murphy, a lot of, lot of, lot of names. And I mean, well, I mean, sit there and joke about it. There are a lot of names and a lot of guys that, you know, I've been a big part of this Cardinals team the last three to four years and are now doing this with a new coach. So I guess, um, Zach, I'll start with you since you quote, know so much about the NFL outside the AFC North. What do you think about the Arizona Cardinals and, you know, what Jonathan Gannon will have uh, in his first year? Well, um, Cardinals are in a little tricky situation. As you said, as a new GM, new coach, getting rid of some of their top players, either due to retirement or just releasing them. I mean, dealing with injuries, it's just kind of sad right there in, in Arizona. And, you know, for a team whose best pass rusher at the moment is, well, LJ Collier now, I, I'm just kind of, I, I don't have any hopes for them. I think that they could have some breakout players just for getting stats and improving from year to year. but. They could be the slam dunk worst team in football. All right, Bryce, you got thoughts on the uh, the Cardinals here? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Caleb, you sent us the uh, the screenshot today uh, that the Cardinals are the first team in NFL history to not be favored in all seventeen regular season games. Oh my gosh! If that tells you anything, um, this team is going to be a disaster. And as we break it down, we'll show you why. Um, you cut one of the greatest receivers of the past decade in DeAndre Hopkins. You cut him. Cut. 
I just can't. Not trade. They couldn't have gotten a trade for him. But unreal, unreal yeah. stuff, man. Uh, Kyler Murray still out with the torn ACL. Um, I got weird vibes from Jonathan Gannon uh, when they hired him. Oh. I did oh, I uh, that first oh. video, man. The handshake. Oh, it was just my. the, the yeah. firework hand gesture. Just uh, weird. Yeah, the cringe but, kind of pours out. Yeah, hundred percent. But then, like, I heard like something good. You know, like he's kind of installing a culture there. I don't know that I necessarily buy that. Um, I don't know what to buy. This team has no direction. It has a mix of young guys and vets. Like, what is Zach Ertz still doing on this team? I don't know. I agree. Um, Hollywood Brown, LOL. LOL. <laughs> I just, just, I just, I just don't know what this team He's is a doing. Nice player. He's not it's going to be. Player. There is some serious. Uh, o and seventeen. No, come here. on. Oh, There's absolutely. Some serious O and seventeen potential. Go ahead, Caleb, tell me who, go ahead and tell me who they're going to be, please. Please go right I ahead. Schedule, I don't have the schedule. In oh, don't, oh, allow me. Allow me. I'll uh, I'll just, rattle off some T's here for you. Uh, are they going to beat Washington? Open it week one. Oh. I mean, it wouldn't shock me, but no. Uh, no, they're not. No, let me tell you, they're not. That um, sounds. It wouldn't shock me. That are they going? Like, it'd be are they going to wow. beat uh, Atlanta? I kind of like not this year. So yeah. I mean, you're yeah, right. No, like, I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to be. Fa- I mean, obviously, I'm like the sports books here. I'm not favoring them, but like, I, I mean, like, this isn't even a bad offensive line. This is not no, a bad I, offensive line. Are like, you serious? DJ, you know, it's a pretty good a nice tackle. No, I kind of okay. like. It. Okay, I, I, but Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson. I mean, I, I, I'm, is I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic on Paris, and I, I think Hernandez is a nice guard. I mean, they. This isn't a horrible offensive line. This is a tank job before the season even starts. This is a Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. tandem draft. But they for the Arizona they need Cardinals to do guy. like <laughs> they need to do some midseason like you know like teams and you know teams that we talked about this on last pod, Bryce. Teams that you know in the MLB or in the NBA or whatever they recognize that they're not going to be that great, so they try to become sellers. And I honestly feel like NFL teams should be doing this and they're not. I don't know why that doesn't happen more often, but like this is the definition of a team that could be that. You can't tell me Zach Ertz can't impact a team in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Like you can't just see him coming off the injury though. And Hollywood, Hollywood, same thing. Like you can get something from him and he can help a team. Well, right. But they're all, they, they're they're key pieces. Like some of that team is, you want to keep some of that homegrown. Zach, get out of like here! Come Buddha on, this, team, this team is, Those are people you. Well, I'm just saying you don't give up everyone. You have to keep some of the key players that they well, created I understand from that. nothing and and also just traded for recently. But you, but like, you come keep on, those Zach. players. They're young you guys. But at, but at the same time, at the same time, you have to recognize where you are. You this team is hardly this team's draft capital is is not very good. They have hardly any draft capital, and they could need they could use an opportunity to regain that. And if you trade for you trade a player like Zach Ertz, they can make you an opportunity. Maybe you trade James Conner. He needs a red zone back second half of the year. Yeah, you could you can do something to 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 gain some of this capital back to set yourself up better in the future. Like, why didn't this team trade Buda Baker? Why? Like, because that's, it's a cornerstone that, of their franchise. Yo, Zach, it doesn't. Where this team sucks. 
But they have potential this to be team sucks. in a much better situation after Zach, maybe Kyler next Murray's year's contract. draft. Okay, I'm just saying Kyler Murray's still on the team. He has potential to Zach, look get them Kyler to the Murray's playoffs. We, we could see next year if they can get this high pick like we believe they will. They get another threat either at receiver or they go quarterback. And maybe they reset then. But as of right now, I mean, I'd say they're trending upwards. Name in the me next five, five years players on their defense. Well, I mean, okay, I can like uh, that. That I don't know. That that's not like the average NFL team's defense. Zach, it's a team that's that, that has. It to, it's a team that's rebuilding. It sucks. I'm not saying they don't suck. You keep I'm saying you that plan some ahead. of those guys you keep, like because they were recently drafted, or like Isaiah Simmons still wants to be there. Like that's those are those. As a corner, I'm not saying that. I'm not. Why? It doesn't matter. In the corner. It doesn't matter. They got that. nothing. They got nothing already. Why well, are we I'm not saying a guy like Isaiah Simmons. But Buda Baker wanted a trade. He came out. He wanted a trade, and I don't understand. I don't understand why the Cardinals wouldn't have done that. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe Set the value wasn't there for him. I mean, I, I think he since he comes back, Zach. Come on, there's a lot of come on. Him a team a like the Ravens that wants to steal defenders out, like I get a dollar or get a penny on the street, would would try to find a way to get Buda Baker. I'm sure a contender would hop on. The Buda Baker train. But Price the Jets tried, didn't try. There you go. I'm just well, saying, look, like he, he's, I mean, he's either a price way. that they want to sell really, really high on because he's a big part of their team. Well, but I think the other factor is they've missed on these other trades. They've missed. They've missed on some of these moves. They've missed on. They've missed on moves that they can. They, they're being. They're, they're second guessing everything, Zach. They're second guessing everything with this new front office, and. They're trying not to make the same mistakes, and I respect that. But at the same time, I mean, Zach, I mean, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. This could be one of the worst teams in 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 the league. But at the but there's there is some talent on this team, and I do think you could make some moves to set yourself up better long term through the draft. I mean, like let's all right, let's start with offense. Let's start with offense. So at this point, we know Colt McCoy. We know Colt McCoy is a guy, correct? Is that the that the plan here? Uh, no. Or you think they're going to try to put put out? I think it, good old Clayton I, here, Bryce. No, I think there could be a tune potential out there where tune starts for the Cardinals. I think there's a chance. Rookie out of Houston. Of, rookie out of Houston. Has he been making pick. some training camp noise? Um, a a, a, te- a tad. A tad. A tad. Which would be enough. But so, it doesn't. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Cole McCoy. It's I mean, probably Cole McCoy right. is yeah. old now. He's. He's uh, 36. Yeah, he's not doing anything for your long-term growth. I'm sure they'll have a chance to play. I even like David Blau, man. Like, why is it Blau getting some, like... I saw that, too. I like David Blau. I like Blau. They might have something, you know, they might try to try out something. But this Kyler situation is real. They've signed him to a contract. And look, I don't think Kyler Murray sucks. But everyone's sitting there trying to convince me that they're going to pick Caleb Williams. Okay, and in the NFL, okay, it's not like you get a pay. You don't get a payroll. Okay, you you have to sit there and you you have these contracts and you have to sign these players. Here here is the following base salary of Kyler Murray. This year, two million dollars. In twenty twenty four, Kyler Murray will be making a base salary of thirty seven million dollars. In twenty twenty five. Only making 18 million, 2026, 20, 22, 2027, 20, 19, and a potential opt out 
of him in 2028, making 34 million. I'm sorry. There is no way in God's green earth this team can afford paying two quarterbacks. There's no way. Well, there's no way. You can't, Zach. So you, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have that problem, you have to get other draft picks to help invest in Kyler. Because I think all three of us would agree that Kyler Murray does not suck. We think he is the starting quarterback in the league. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just, it's just gonna be interesting because they're gonna have a choice to make. Yes. You know, they're that's, like that's they could be smart and trade down. You know, pull like a Bears thing. I, I agree. I agree. They should do that. They probably should do that because they have the Texans pick as well, and we know the Texans probably aren't gonna, you know, you know, finish in the middle of the pack. They're gonna be bottom ten team in the league this year. So I mean, I, if I was them, I'd try to maximize this. If you're gonna keep, if you're planning to keep Kyler, then the contract yeah. suggests they are. Then yeah, you need to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and get something on defense or another O line piece. But yeah, what do you think, sir? No, I think there's a it, it for next. We're already looking at next season, but the next season for the Cardinals, maybe maybe this year they see a couple more defensive guys come from nothing, and and they they start to figure something out where they want to keep Kyler, and or maybe they decide the other way. But it all comes down to whether they whether Kyler maybe comes back this year and proves himself, or they figure something out where the GM wants to go with a new quarterback and completely flip the team upside down. So yeah. we will right, see. Kyler Murray would be a, a commodity that I believe teams would want in the league. You might have to adjust the salary or whatever, but uh, Kyler Murray is a talent that I'm, I'm taking, mm-hmm. you know, over a ton of quarterbacks in this league. Uh, but look, you know, we, we kind of touched on a little bit with the offensive line, but obviously the skill players, right? Hollywood, like, you know, you mentioned Zach, they just recently picked up. So you would think they want him a part of the core. And, you know, they drafted Rondale Moore, who could who could end up being a pretty solid player, maybe maybe get a more increased role. And, you know, uh, and James Conner uh coming off a uh you know, one of the strangest yet most productive fantasy years ever. Uh so uh, Bryce, like, I guess what do you think of so if we're if we're going away from the quarterback position, where where do you see this this skill the skill level of this team? And I guess like, do you think the Cardinals see Hollywood Brown as a long term guy? And you know, are they going to try to build their receiving core around him? <sighs> Maybe I, like this is like the smallest receiving core I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah. And like that is kind of a problem. Um you really need guys that can go up and get it. I'm not saying this 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 team can't make plays, this receiving court can't make yeah. plays, but it's gonna be a little bit tougher uh to really you're gonna have to fit it in some small windows. Now they do have speed on their side. I will give them that. Yeah, they do. Uh these guys are shifty guys, Dorch Moore and Brown. Um they can get open, but I think it is they are gonna struggle. Um, and they really don't have any depth at the wide receiver position either. They signed Zach no, Pascal, you know, who is six foot two, uh, really the only guy that's a legitimate vet on the team, uh, as far as this receiving core goes. So, I mean, they could rely heavily on Zach Ertz 
coming off the ACL injury. Yeah, really. And, you know, he's in his 30s now. He's 32. Uh, still working back. I do like Trey McBride. I thought he was solid for them uh, last season filling in. Uh, he's still learning and, and yeah. growing in the game. Yeah. But uh, I don't think Connor is going to repeat the season that he had uh, based on the fact that the Cardinals are going to be going to become a little more run heavy. If Colt McCoy is trotting out there, 36 year old Colt McCoy is trotting out there. This isn't going to be a team that throws it 40 times, you know, like a Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Kyler Murray offense. So uh, I am down on the Cardinals defense or on the Cardinals offense. I'm down on them bad. Yeah, just a side note for Hollywood. Obviously, he could be a cornerstone for them for a long time. But at the same time, wide receivers are pretty much mostly got a little diva in them. So I've seen it with the Ravens where he just won it out. He did it quietly, but it could easily happen again soon if the Cardinals aren't, don't turn stuff around. But yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I guess that, that's kind of what makes me wonder if they might be a, a team in the midseason looking at some options in terms of trades. Um, somehow, though, I think the defense is headed in a worse direction. I mean, you're looking at this this defensive line. Uh, I mean, I'm just lost at the defensive line. Uh, I, I just think this defensive line is going to hardly get pressure. And granted, I mean, I don't think the quarterback play in this division is necessarily outstanding. But if you can't get pressure, it's not going to matter who the quarterback is. Um, I, I'll be honest. I mean, like, you know, we look at the safeties of this Cardinals team, which are which are very good. I mean, Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker have, certainly have that capability. And I don't necessarily hate you know, their, 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 their secondary as a whole. But, you know, th- I think this is on Zayvon Collins to be what they drafted him to be as a, as a prime time pass rusher. I think they've got to have a really good season from him to even just be a respectable defensive line deck and respectively get pressure on quarterbacks. Yeah. Go ahead, I mean, like, like I said, like, I believe LJ Collier is now their best pass rusher. Like, it's just kind of, it's hard to find good things to say about him, which is kind of sad, but hey, maybe those young guys get going and, and start to put up some numbers and they start building for the future. Bryce. Yeah, I mean, Zavin, it, it is, uh, it's Zavin Collins' time to shine here. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, after, you know, maybe a lackluster season last year for the most part. Um, they just, yeah, they just have nothing like offensive lines. This is like their off week right here. I mean, yeah. I, I say that, I say that figuratively because it's very hard in the NFL, but I yeah. mean, this is one of the easier, you know, jobs that an offensive line would have is facing this defense right here. Um, I'm more optimistic about their secondary and and their linebacking core with how young mm-hmm. they are. Uh, I mean, I do like the addition of Kazir White, you know, a solid yeah, back coming I from the Eagles. Yeah. Agree. Coming in there. Um, Ojolari, I think it can be good, um, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, his, it's his first year, uh, you right. know, in the NFL. Uh, I don't love that they moved Isaiah Simmons from linebacker to corner, but I guess when you're when you're not deep at corner at all, you do what you got to do. You kind of have to, yeah. You got to do whatever you get. 
Yeah, I mean, but I would like I would have loved to see him stay at linebacker because I thought I he was getting better. He he is good when he wants to be. Uh, I mean, we've seen really good from him and we've seen really bad uh, from him. So it'll be interesting to see how he does this season. Uh, but they definitely need help on the defensive side of the football. And I would assume they would address that in the draft coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think there's obviously plenty of questions with this team and it's just going to be a matter of, I mean, we're going to have to find out as the season goes on of what this team's going to be about, what they want to accomplish, um, whether Gannon's going to be the right guy, all kinds of stuff. I mean, they're really trying to fix up a pathetic era uh, with time as the, as, as the general manager. Uh, next up, um, I, you know, I'll be honest. This was one of my favorite drafts of the year. Just not even close with the Seattle Seahawks. I agree. Uh, they sit totally there agree. and they they get they get Bobby Wagner back. They they get Devin Bush. They get Jaron Reed. They get uh, Mario Edwards. They get Julian Love. Uh, I mean, they're they're. I mean, yeah. Like we could just go on and on about the draft. Um, I mean, granted, they they did lose a couple pieces. Uh, Shelby Harris was pretty nice for them. Uh, Gabe Jackson. Um, you know, players of, of that, you know, Rashad Penny had a couple nice weeks for them. He's gone. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, guys, I'm so in on the Seahawks team. I'm I'm hey. so in. I, I think I think they are really good. Um I think they're really good. And uh I, I'm gonna save my boulder take for the end of the show. Mm. Uh, but I, I am very I am very in on the Seahawks team. I just oh, love how no. they're built. I, I think I think that this team is is very 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 good, uh, and I think the playoffs are well within this range. And I I I thought they did a great job in the off season. I I, I just love what they did. Uh, Zach, what do you think about what the the Seahawks did in terms of picking up and, and guys leaving and et cetera? Yeah. So well, to begin, I I might be spoiling your big prediction later, but I think they could easily. Have a good shot at this division if Unreal. the quarterback situation doesn't tend to work out. Now, I'm personally, I think I am Niners over Seahawks, but there's there's real potential for someone like JSN to automatically come into this offense and make them Bengals level receiver amazingness. Like it, it's it's real. Set up, Bryce. Set up, Bryce. Get a room, Bryce. Get a room. Bryce. I will. <laughs> oh, I, I like saying, yeah, I forgot about this. that. I like but, where we're going with this. But still, it, you see something brewing here. Like Kenneth Walker. I mean, he had some highs and lows last year, but still, he's he's a big name for fantasy. And and the Seahawks could easily start smacking the Niners in the mouth and having a real shot at the division. I I like hearing it. I like saying it. Let me let me just just put the brakes on you guys here for a second, <laughs> because I know that's where both you guys are going. OK, and let me tell you, you're wrong. I like Seattle. The more I did my my prep for this week, the more I like Seattle and the more we should have paid attention to their draft. Because I like this team. I like this team a lot, but I do not like them over the San Francisco 49ers. But I do like this team. I like the depth that they have um, offensively, especially at the running back position. Again, I like what they did defensively in the offseason. Like they did a good job of filling the pieces that they lost. Right. We mentioned Shelby Harris, Puna Ford gone, Quentin Jefferson gone, Al Woods gone. Yeah. Like those are those are good defensive line pieces. Uh-huh. 
And they they address it in the draft and in free agency. Yeah. And I love that. Draymond, jo- Draymond Jones is an underrated pickup mm-hmm. for that D-line. Another Ohio State guy. Um, they they address corner in the draft with Witherspoon, who's going to be solid. Apparently, Tariq Woolen is going by Reek now. Oh, let's go. So, so Reek Woolen with Jamal anything. Adams and Quandre Diggs and Julian Love. For your depth, mm-hmm. you can are you go by anything. Me? Yeah, you can go by anything with the way that. Yeah, yeah sure, Woolenis. sure. Like, and Devin Bush gets a, a second chance to resurrect his. What you know, to kind of, I, like Devin Bush was was tailing off, which is shocking because normally anyone the Steelers touch, like defensively, like turns to gold, and that was one that just didn't. Like he he had a, a good you know solid rookie campaign, but just didn't live up to. I don't know if it's just him being in Pittsburgh, you know, not living up to the Pittsburgh standard. I don't know. But I think learning, you know, being behind guys like Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner and Nuosu, like, is going to be good for him. Oh, yeah. So Let's, um, I think that's good. I yeah. like the team. You know, I'm a big JSN guy. JSN fell to, to the 20s. Okay. Okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all did this. Y'all did this. I mean, you, you let Seattle get them to a stacked and already – you know, very solid wide receiving core or duo in the league. And you just added Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's get into the offense a little bit because, you know, I don't think anyone expected what they did last year, such a step ahead, you know, and mostly credited uh, to Geno Smith, who's better than the quarterback that he replaced. And at the end of the day, oh when, I at, when I look at, when I look at, when I look at Geno, when I look at Geno here, I mean, I, 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 I mean, what he did last year, it just, it didn't, I'll be honest, it just didn't really feel like a fluke. It just didn't feel like a fluke. Felt like he was making the right plays. Didn't feel like, felt like second half of the year, he was trying a little too much, but you know, look, if I can get the second, if I can get, you know, a guy like DK Metcalf, okay. And an elite wide receiver, uh, AKA the Colts have taken over Campbell. Uh, and, and you okay. had Tyler, you have <laughs> Tyler Lockett, you have Tyler Lockett, who's just a veteran solid receiver. I mean, the passing game's elite, but you know, I mean, Bryce, you want to, I mean, look, you, you, we, we talk about offensive lines a lot. This is one of the most underrated offensive lines in the league. Charles, Charles Cross is one of the most premium young, young offensive linemen, you know, in the league. He's incredibly talented. Lucas was a steal for them. Lewis was a steal for them. Like this, this team is, I just love what this offense is capable of. And I'll be honest with you, Bryce. I mean, I think this is a top five offense in the NFL coming this coming season. Oh, really whoa, 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 whoa. I think this whoa, is a top whoa. five offense in the NFL this coming season. I mean, I think it, it obviously it hinges on Geno Smith and can he do it again? Uh, I mean, that's the big question mark, but I do love the weapons that they have. It, the thing is, is Seattle has a curse on running back injuries. And I think I think that's Alex, another well, thing I'm, that I'm you have to watch on. too. But you have it, it's legitimate. Don't but Kenneth Kenneth Walker, sit there and criticize by it. I'm assuming everybody's healthy. I mean, okay, sure. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, it, like I'm not saying your take is is bad. Although I don't agree with it. Top five offense. I don't agree with. It's going to be a good offense, but it does hinge on the health of these guys at the same time. Like Kenneth Walker is a dynamic playmaker, but he's already had injury troubles in his rookie season, and now. Dealing with it again. I like Zach Charbonnet. Uh, I like what he did uh, in his last year at UCLA. He really improved himself as a pass catcher and made him um, a legitimate threat in the NFL. 
Uh, and Seattle's always been good with running backs, and I think this is a perfect fit for him. They even got Kenny McIntosh, who could even see the field too. And then, of course, you got the trio at wide receiver. If you can replace Marquise Goodwin, which no disrespect to Goodwin, he had a good season last year. World-class printer. Yeah. With Jackson Smith and, and Jigba, you did something right. You did something right. So I, they have all the tools. Maybe Noah Fant will actually show up and be the, the tight end that we all think he is or that everyone is used to, used to tell us he is. That'd be nice. I heard a take today. They said, uh, they said Noah Fant, Darren Waller is a wash oh, at tight end. Clown show. Clown show. It was Colin Coward who said that, by the way. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, terrible. Probably the worst take I've heard today. In a while. Uh, uh, but <laughs> this pod isn't over, and I haven't heard all of Caleb's takes yet. So <laughs> I'm sure there'll be one in there. But I like this offense, uh, but it, it does hinge on Geno Smith for the most part. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, it's mostly leaning on Gino for me. I really believe in him, but if he takes a step down from last year, then they might be in a little hole. And that's that's why I couldn't put them in the category of even saying top 10 offense just because of that. I'm I'm less off the like injury prone. I know they have a curse of running back injuries, but I'm less off of that and more just can they get constant production from, from Kenneth and and Gino, I'd say that it really hinges on those two. I mean, you know, it, look, he's been dotted on. It is what it is. Um, Gino, I mean, come on, let's do it. Let's take it away. Um, the defense, we'll dive into that. Uh, Bryce kind of touched on the defensive line. I don't want to jump into that too much, but I mean, their their back end is is incredible. Like it is a really really good back end oh, in a league a where bit. you want to you know you want to have guys everywhere dudes everywhere and you know they they're gonna have that there's no question about it you know with guys like you know Diggs and and woolen and and you know hopefully witherspoon kind of just gives them a, another really solid you know guy to take some pressure off of this you know off of woolen and off of these safeties i mean like i mean this secondary is phenomenal and i i for me i'm really excited to just kind of see like what this defense can do because now like I feel like they were so under the radar last year you know and they kind of struggled somewhat but you know now they got dudes and I think a part of that was the way that they played last year Zach and you know I think if they can you know ride the momentum of getting to the playoffs last year and bringing in some of these dudes maybe some of these projects hit maybe a Devin Bush does hit maybe a Mario Edwards does hit like some I mean I'm not going to rule out Pete Carroll here I know that. I mean, I think Pete Carroll can get the best out of his defense uh, like he has pretty much all the times that he's been there. I agree. It's it's very evident that even investing in Bobby Wagner, that they want the presence of someone who's I mean, obviously been there for a long time. But now that he's back, it's almost just showing that they're showing that these young guys hey we're we're, we're going to do this like we're ready to do this this year like their pattern in the draft from going with like in jigba not necessarily needing a receiver but it's kind of like how i saw the cowboys do it a few years ago and there's a real leap in both sides from that kind of thing getting some veterans getting uh young guys that everyone's really high on it's like it's kind of perfect like Tariq woolen is so good 
and Kobe Durant and Witherspoon out. And it's just kind of, it's coming together. You just see it. And it's very, very awesome. I'm really, really rooting for him this year, especially on the defense to do good. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a fun team to watch, man. I mean, they, like you said, they got dudes, man. Nuosu is no joke. Uh, nine and a half sacks last season. Uh, he's legit. You get him rushing, like I said, Draymond Jones with Jaron Reed and, and there in the big Jaron Reed in the middle, who, you know, is, has had a solid career, been in a lot of games, really good vet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Witherspoon, I mean, he's top five pick, right? Um, I haven't heard a ton out of him, uh, from him out of camp. Uh, you know, I haven't looked a ton into Seattle either. Uh, that yeah. may be my fault, but I mean, you have to expect that he's going to be able to just ball. You know, obviously yeah. you're gonna you're gonna work with some rookie mistakes, but still be like solid. Yeah, he's not getting hyped like you know Sauce Gardner did a year ago. But I mean, he may just come out and just absolutely just be a stud. And you have a dynamic duo with Woolen and Witherspoon, and you got erasers like Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams and Julian Love that make up for a lot for you know some mistakes. Like they're able to pin their ears back, take chances, and try to make plays on the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the next step for Seattle is is, you know, forcing those turnovers, creating more turnovers, creating more opportunities for your offense to get out there um, and put points on the board. So, yeah, very interesting team in a wide open NFC where I feel like those seven those seven playoff spots are not set in stone. Yeah, no, I love the Seattle theme to make the playoffs. I mean, I, I, I feel like that's well in their range. Uh, next up, uh, we got the we got the Los Angeles Rams. Who, I mean, I you could make a case they'd be the team that lost the most this season. Uh, when you think about you know Jalen Ramsey, you know going to Miami, Leonard Floyd, probably Wagner's I mentioned earlier, Ashad Robinson, Taylor Rapp, uh, and then they did bring back a couple guys, you know, that are familiar for Rams fans, John Johnson, um. They they brought in uh, with a spoon uh, from the Steelers, uh, but you know this is going to look like a very different Rams team than even just the team that we just recently saw win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's going to look very different. Their 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 talent's not going to really look the same. But uh, I guess Bryce, like, what exactly do you think of this twenty twenty three version of? The Rams. Uh, I don't like what I see. <laughs> I'll say that. I mean, this is, they have gone from top of the world to close to the bottom of the world in just a couple seasons. Like, yeah, you still have, you know, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup, but everyone else is dang near gone. I mean, Aaron Donald is still there. Uh, that crappy offensive line is still there. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, this looks, this isn't even a, a, this isn't even a playoff roster for being honest. I, I'm I'd willing to that. say that this is not I'd a playoff roster. I agree with that. Matthew Stafford. We don't know if Matthew Stafford can still play or not. He refused to restructure his deal, which is alarming to me. Yeah. I, I don't agreed. know about you. Agreed. Um, agreed. Is Cam Akers all of a sudden committed to playing with the Rams? I mean, he tried to fight Max Crosby today. 
uh, or he did fight Max Crosby today. Maybe, maybe he's all in on football again. I don't know. Uh, Cooper Cup already having injury issues. And then your second and third wide receivers, Van Jefferson and Skoranek, which I like, but as your two and three, I don't know that I like. Uh, they really didn't do anything to address the offensive line, who is terrible they really this didn't. season. They really didn't. Uh, they I mean, they drafted a, a guard. They drafted Steve Avila yeah. out of TC. I mean, that does nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the defense, it's Aaron Donald and who? I, I am way out on this on the 2023 yeah, Rams. Yeah, there's so much unproven guys throughout this whole roster. Um, I, I, it's definitely in a, a year of evaluation, I believe, on the Los Angeles Rams part for 2023, Zach. Maybe Zach can make me feel better, but yeah, like I was actually planning to completely go opposite from that take of yours, Bryce. Like I, I was, I, I love Cooper Cup, but if it was like, I was thinking if that connection just from a few years ago, Stafford and Cup could be revived that they'd be playoff contenders like they'd be there. And now I'm lo- I'm looking into this team more and there's just no- there's nothing coming out of it. There's, there's just, yeah, there's zero. It's, it's blank. It's just I hope it's they do good. I, good. I did say Kobe Durant was on the Seahawks earlier. I did not mean to say that, but like they hey, have Kobe some Bryant, young guys. We got you, man. Like yeah. it's that kind of stuff. It, it's I don't know. It's I'm I'm off on them as well, but I'm hopeful that they can also put together some strong games and maybe Stafford comes back and he's elite again and he's getting uh, Van involved and and it it starts meshing for him. Like Akers, I really, really like. I think he could have a great season as as a fantasy football player. Well. I, I, I agree. He could be just a big name that starts to pop up more and more this year, but I don't know. I'm mostly off. I think that defense is pretty pitiful. I hope Aaron Donald has a great last few years in the NFL because I'm, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I I think that sucks. When I look at this, I'll look at the offense first. I mean, like you guys touched on it. I mean, I think Van Jefferson's a nice player. I mean, Bryce, you and I've really liked him for a long time. I like Van Jefferson. Sure. But they're, they're basically, but they're, you know, there's legitimate pressure on him now to play um, and, and be like a legitimate player. And, you know, same for Tutu Atwell, who they picked in the second round in 21. Like, they're they're going to need one of those two guys to play up to their draft choice. I mean, plain and simple. Uh, they're going to have to be out there. They're going to have to make plays for this team. And uh, they don't have a Robert Woods or an Odell Beckham coming through the door try to help them out midseason. Um, I mean, th- th- this is going to be a very different look here and a challenge for Sean McVay, uh, you know, to see what he can do and how he can match up personnel here. And you know, look, I mean, with Stafford, I agree with, I 100% agree with Bryce. I mean, that is an absolute concern that he wouldn't take a pay cut. I mean, he he just won the Super Bowl. I mean, you would think there'd be some level of pay cut, some level of, you know, being able to adjust to get some talent around him. The fact that he didn't do that is extremely concerning to me. But to flip it on the positive side here, I, I'm 100% with Zach here on Cam Akers. I mean, I... I I mean, this is his backfield, in my opinion. I mean, if he comes out and plays to the talent that he can, I mean, there's no denying that he can be in a thousand yard rusher. Yeah, but we've seen McVay screw around with backfields. I mean, you're so right. I know they That's love true. Kyron Williams. They love. You're right. Him. 
You're right. I mean, they're, they're, they've got some guys there, but you know, the talent of Acres is certainly there, and I definitely think this team can't throw the ball 50 times. I mean, they, they can't play the way that McVay's offense is, you know, and it's, you know, back three years ago can, you know, used to do. I mean, they're going to have to really run the ball and focus and emphasize that. This offensive line's got a challenge, but I mean, I agree. I think Gakers would be a, a nice fit here. And I look at the defense. You guys touched on it. I mean, obviously, Aaron Donald's a, a game record. I don't care who you put around him. And I do think that, you know, there's a theory out there that I don't think is necessarily wrong. Like, I just think Aaron Donald enhances everybody around him. So my guess is we're going to see some of these guys, maybe one or two of these guys have better seasons than we realize, whether it's Byron Young, who they drafted this year, whether it's Ernest Jones, whether it's, you know, Copeland, they're going to get some production from somebody we're not expecting. That's just like what Aaron team. Donald does. Yeah. I mean, Dante Fowler produced a record setting year uh, when he was with the Rams and, and, and got contract. I mean, it's just, he just mm-hmm. and that's a big credit there Aaron Donald. So, I mean, I think they will get more production in the pass rush than we see right now. Uh, but I mean, it, but I agree. The names aren't necessarily there. Uh, to me, the, the the concern is the secondary. I mean, this secondary is going to get torched four times at bare minimum. Uh, I mean, th- this is going to be absolute torture. I mean, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine Darion Kendrick going up against Brandon Ayuk or Tyler Lockett. I mean, I just can't. They're, they're oh, gonna they're gonna set themselves up with, and then Witherspoon's going to be basically the number one guy, which I think Witherspoon's a fine player, but I don't know if I'd call him my number one guy. Uh, it just now their safeties I do like I do think that's the strength but they they're going to have to get more out of the secondary I mean they just are uh, state guy and Jordan typically Ford. they've been used to you know a really nice option with Ramsey kind of able to do everything he could kind of be their guy that roams around well who is that guy who is the guy that's going to roam around this team in my opinion I don't trust any of this depth there's a ton of of guys that you know they're like undrafted or they're or whatever, and I'm I'm concerned that they're just not going to get the same production that they've been getting uh, from some of these players. And you know, at the end of the day, the Rams build their team on superstars, and then they kind of just let the role players roll, and they trust in coaching. And I'm just worried this team doesn't have the star power that that they've been having over the past couple of years. And I do think that's really going to make. I do think that's going to be a problem. Um, so I'm I'm definitely more on out you know out on the Rams. Um, I'm just kind of curious to see how they play. I'm really curious to see how long McVay tries to stick around, figures this out. Um, because like I do respect that he's still coaching. Like I think Sean McVay could have done a hundred percent what Sean Payton did. You know, yep. just say I'm going to retire and then I'm going to go get it, uh, try to get my job choosing. Uh, I think he totally could have done that, uh, but he didn't. Uh, so I respect that and, uh, I hope that he gets the reward for it. Uh, cause I do think he's one of the best coaches in football. And, you know, if there's a guy that's going to get guys to play over, you know, what they might be known as, I mean, McVay is, is definitely that dude. Uh, next up, uh, the San Francisco 49ers team that has pretty much, uh, had, the, you know, pretty much just had the, a stronghold on this division, uh, for, for the last couple of years. I mean, I guess the Rams would. You know, for a couple anyway, but you know, the Niners have always been pretty relevant the last handful of years. Uh, they get Javon Hargrave, they get Cleland Farrell, uh, they get, uh, you know, Zane Gonzalez, uh, you know, John Feliciano is a nice pickup for them. Uh, you know, but departures, uh, you know, you got Jimmy Ward, you got, you know, D'Amico leaving the defensive staff, 
uh, Garoppolo is finally gone. Uh, Mosley, uh, McGlinchey, uh, Amenahu. Uh, I mean, this is a very, you know, but this is a Niners team that, you know, has found ways to kind of get some depth and it, it find guys, you know, to get them to play a little bit better than we expect. Um, but I want to start on the offensive side of the ball here. Um, because I'll just be honest, they aren't getting this from Brock Purdy again. I mean, they're oh, just not, unreal, they're unreal, just not, dude. Whoa, they're just you are, not, they're you not are getting this unreal. You are no, such a not. hater. Of no, the no, I'm not. Yes, no, I'm you not. are. You're, no, I'm not. You, yes, because you're you're what you're what you're doing. No, you know, because here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You you act like Brock Purdy is going to be some top ten quarterback. That's your problem. No, you act don't. like he's going to be some top ten to fifteen oh, quarterback my. in the league. And th- th- right, there's Caleb. there's no way okay. there's no way that they can get away with this. Okay. There's no way. I, you know, do what? we realize that the, the 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 turnovers. I mean, the, the insane. I mean, you talk about. I mean, Purdy the never turnovers. turned the ball over. I mean, th- there's no way that's going to continue. There's no way that's going to continue. Well, sure, I don't think turn this, the ball over. But... I think the decision making in this team is not going to be at the level that it was last season or at the rate that it was last season. And. I'll be honest. You want to talk about bad offensive lines? Let's talk about bad offensive lines because I think this offensive line is not a good offensive line. Whoa! Oh, come on, huh? give me it's not a, a good break. offensive line. Are you, you kidding Trent, me? Oh you got Trent Williams. You got Trent Williams, who's a nice left tackle. It's better than Seattle's. Get out of here! No, no, Get it the absolutely crap out of here. is. It absolutely, no is. way. Yes, it is no way. <laughs> what? That's yes, like a hot take. Yes, the only player yes, Trent is. Williams is better, but that's it. That's it. Trent Williams is the best player no. out of those offensive McKibbins lines. McKibbins has me, been there Seattle. since. Give me Seattle's over the Niners all day. All day. Give me the Seattle offensive oh, line dude, all day. You are so right. You are beyond wrong. With Feliciano. They don't even have him projected as a starter. It's early. I'm just saying. I think it's a little weird, don't you think? But, but I mean, Brindle I like the sighting, but it is weird. Brendel has been there forever. Uh, Banks is... I, Banks is going to be fine. Like, come on. This dude. is not Seriously? a better offensive line. This is not a better offensive line than Seattle. It's just not. Oh, unreal. Dude. Just not. You are unreal. They're, they're, you are they, such they, a San Francisco hater. No, I'm not. I don't know why. No, I'm I don't know not. If, it, if you're Vendetta this is a, against this is, Shanahan. No, this is. You want to talk about receiver duos. You want to talk about receiver duos. I'm taking this receiver duo over the Seahawks. Well, I'm yeah, taking this receiver should. duo over the Seahawks. You yeah. should. I mean, I mean, there's an That's argument. pretty close. For, but there's an, I mean, I agree. It's pretty close. It and, close. You know, if you want to rank the receivers, that'd be an interesting little exercise too. But I mean, K- Kittle would be, you know, Kittle is obviously a, a game record at tight end. Yeah. Kittle over fans. Okay. I agree. Bryce. But look, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they do get, and they, and they are going to get a, a full season of, of McCaffrey. I mean, I understand oh. that there's some talent around this team and I respect that. Uh, but you know, I, I'm not as crazy on this offensive line, and I'm sorry. I'm not crazy on Brock Purdy on a full season. You are unreal. Fight me all you want, Bryce. Fight me all you want you. because your baby, you. your baby Kyle Shanahan, your baby Kyle Shanahan's got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do? Yeah, I disagree. I disagree. He's a lot of work to do. He's familiar with the offense. Yeah, but Brock, Purdy came back. Brock Purdy came back healthy sooner than expected. So he's still working out the kinks, right? He's still getting in game shape, in football shape, right? He, you can plug and play Sam Darnold in here, and, I, and it'd be fine. You have oh Christian freaking McCaffrey, probably the best dual threat running no. back in the league. No, 
Debo Samuel, dual no, threat. What, I can't what do you mean, you though? That. What do you mean, though? No? You could plug and play Sam Darlin here in the Niners. Yes. Be oh, fine. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. I'm talking about McCaffrey. Oh, yes. Honestly, I kind of side with Bryce here. I think Shanahan right. has created. That's right. I knew he would, too. I knew picture, Zach is my guy. Like a picture perfect offense here. So I, I did have a stat here I wanted to tell you guys. Oh, please. Please. It, it blew my mind. Please do. So before the Niners got CMC. 36% of the time, they faced man coverage, which was second to last in the NFL. After they got McCaffrey, it went up to 48.4%, which is fifth in the NFL. Interesting. I wonder what Shanahan wants to do with Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, going man-to-man. Oh my goodness! Oh please, please! If they have a quarterback that can throw the ball deep, oh unreal, dude! You are unreal. He if they have a quarterback that can throw the ball deep. Now let's say let's say Purdy craps his pants. I wouldn't put it past Sam Darnold to come in there and play just as. I mean, if not a little bit better. I mean, right there is good. I mean, Purdy. I'm not. We can't expect a lot out of Purdy, like elite level football. But how confident he should be after last year. I think, I think they're poised. It's impossible to, to do what he did last year again. Why? Why? Guys, he never turned the ball over. He had four he interceptions. Was, he, he was in never, seven games. I did see he a stat never turned where, the ball over. I did see a stat where he, there was like some percent of passes that were near interception plays was a little alarming. He, guys, he, but he was. He was. It's, he was it's just Niners. levels it, beyond. Like he was so much. Like, he like played 27 he, games and had four interceptions. That's uh, that's nearly one per game. That's and exactly what you want out of a quarterback. That's uh, that's as much as you could ask out of a quarterback. Right, but you, you got to understand. But they were they were really good going into that point. They were really good going into that point. They didn't have any push. They, nobody was pushing them for the division. Seattle was somewhat good, but they were falling off the second half of the year. It was the Niners to own. Both of you know that. Okay, but also, I think since. Purdy started cooking near the end of the year. More people were like, wait, they could even win the Super Bowl. Oh, they 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 definitely like, could have. Like, that's how crazy this is. He's taking care of the ball. He's not like trying to make the flashy, crazy Mahomes plays. It's it's a formula that I could guarantee you, Kyle Shanahan is rubbing his hands, licking his yeah, lips. Like that's he's right. loving yeah. And it. you know what? And that's the thing that you're missing, Caleb, is because you don't want to credit him. You don't want to credit Kyle Shanahan for putting Brock Purdy in the best place to succeed and to get guys open in, in the field. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. No, time. No, you don't get to say it's that. true. <laughs> you don't get to say that because yeah, what you be, no, you don't because here's okay. the problem with your statement. Here's the problem with your statement. Please. You're wanting to sit there and let me credit. You're, you're like, well, you got to credit Kyle Shanahan, credit Kyle you Shanahan. And you're sitting there, you're you're sucking up on Brock Purdy, and then you're trying to tell me that Sam Darnold is just going to come in there and do the exact same he thing. He can because it's Kyle Shanahan. It's that great of a Nick Mullins. So it doesn't matter. CJ Beathard. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Both matter. Both of those guys suck. It doesn't matter. You, break. you just sat there and gave <laughs> Nick Mullins and <laughs> CJ Beathard. Who would Nick Mullins be? Would you even know his name? Would you even know him? Would you even know Nick Mullins if you didn't play for San Francisco? No. Would you know CJ Beathard? Hey, where's CJ Beathard now? Where's he? 
Wait, was on it? Wasn't he on Detroit? Exactly. Detroit? You don't even know. You don't even know. Was he on Detroit? He's not in San Francisco anymore. No, he's on the freaking uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, backing up Trevor. <laughs> he was Warren, on Detroit. Clown. He was Do on. Do you know where Mullins is? Do you know he where Mullins is now? Where is Mullins? Uh, he was on the Vikings. He is on the Vikings. Oh, hey, but you know what? You would have never known their names if he did, they didn't play for San Francisco. Well, and ball out for, under boy, Kyle Shanahan. Bullets might be coming clown. No, shut up. You were on Cousins last year. Shut up. You don't get it. Look, look, here's here's the here's the here's the problem. Here's the problem with this team that I have. There's no problem. Anything to do with it's not anything to do with McCaffrey, who I think is one of the best running backs in the league. And it's nothing to do with the fact that I think Debo Samuel and Ayuk and and Kittle are great passing options. I, I just think 18 games of this quarterback situation. It just has me concerned. Just it has me concerned, and I just don't. I just think it's going to limit them. I just think it's going to limit them. I'm not. It's sold a, on it's a valid take. It is a little scary, but it's huh. not. I'm not sold on we any can, of these three individuals. Kyle Shanahan can can rise and has proven. Bryce Shetty has proven has proven to rise the play of these quarterbacks. But Bryce Shetty, he's not been able to get the job done offensively. Next up, we're going Unreal. to the defense. Unreal. Wow. We're, going, yeah. we're going to the defense. We're going Unreal, to the defense, dude. which has basically been the strength of this entire team. Uh, they go out and they get, they, they get, they get Eric Arbstead, oh. uh, who's a solid defensive lineman. Uh, they've, got, they've got Hargrave coming in from Philly. Uh, Ken Law, they, you know, hopefully they can get him healthy. I mean, he's they, depth they, now. He's depth. I mean, yeah, they, they just, they got, they basically stole, the Colts stole Buckner. Personally. Yeah, we did. Really yeah, good. we did. Uh, good they, they got Drake, you know, <laughs> Greenlaw is a nice uh, linebacker. They got Werner, uh, who's a nice linebacker. I mean, I mean, this defense is absolutely loaded. Uh, we'll say though, I got a little concern. Can I, can I express that? Concern? Oh my gosh. Oh, again, yes, the I want to hear it. Because I have no the same concern. concern. I, on defense, I do lack of lack of corners, it. lack of corner depth. There you go. Oh, come on. Now, but oh, also at the same time, it hasn't um, mattered. So, well, I, thought it was, I think it was Ward, better last year. Yeah, I thought it was better last year. for them. Word was good for them, yeah, and the noise coming along. Sure, but there's there, there can be a concern. Like there's if, a there, concern if, if there's a hole but in the nine, nine but nine years Fenga, you're relying on Deshaun Gibson. Gibson was good for them. He's fine. He's what about what about what about Hafenga? Great player. Yeah. But just because you have one great player doesn't make everything, Bryce. I like that. I like the second. Right, but actually. I mean well, of everything course you, about- you, you, you get a room with the Niners. You get it. Oh my- okay, here we go. Okay. All right. Sure. You're gonna and you hate on them. The you consistently hate on the no, Niners for I, no reason. No. For no reason except that they I'm have not as crazy they have, as you are. They have more success. They've had more success in the past few years. Than most teams have had, and like argue any team in football, you could argue any team in football. Yeah, I'm not just saying I'm, outside I'm, of like I'm, the I'm, Chiefs. Probably right because they won. They won two Super Bowls. Right. Yeah, Mahomes is the good. Oh my god, Zach, what do you think of this uh, this Niners team? Uh, I guess let's start defensively. What do you What do you think of this group? I would say I have the same slight concern for the corners, but. It's not proven to be an issue. It's the Niners systems on both sides of the ball are perfect football and winning football. And that's why it doesn't really like doesn't really worry me. And I, it Jimmy wouldn't Ward's worry a me as a football fan. player and they just let him go, guys. 
Jimmy Ward's a good football player and they let him go. I'm, I'm just, I don't sure, understand that, what the problem is. But what, they know what to move off guys too. But yeah, well, they know. Well, he followed, he followed D'Amico. Okay, but Bryce, let's not act like this guy wasn't a big part of this defense. Sure, no. Absolutely. For the handful of years, what's made this team develop? Sure. Come on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not buying, you know, to Sean Gibson to, to replace G- what Ward did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I mean, but this is a, this is a team that look. I mean, they're going to rely on this this front set. They're going to the other guy they got to get better is I need to see a whole lot more out of Drake Jackson, the brother they picked in the second round. And look, he he really didn't get to play a whole lot. But I I mean, when you pick guys early, you pick guys in the second round like. You want them to play. You want them to have instant roles. And there is no Amenahu behind the bench. There is no Amenahu behind the bench to take your snaps. Uh, they need Kinlaw to start showing some of that talent that they went out and got in the 2021st round. It, they need that. Um, I mean, I, I think this defensive line is definitely not as good as it was last year. Uh, the depth concerns me. Uh, I mean, it, I, I definitely think that you know, this defense, I mean, yeah, I think it's a good defense, but th- I do think there's uh, there's definitely some holes. There's definitely some depth things that the Niners haven't faced before in quite a long time, Bryce. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I understand, but I just I just don't see it. I think the talent will show itself. I think it'll elevate and I think they'll be fine. I think there's a standard there. I know they're going to have a new defensive coordinator. Uh, now that D'Amico Ryans is gone, they've had a string of good defensive coordinators. I would expect that to continue. I'd be shocked if it didn't. And you still have one of the best pass rushers in the NFL in Nick in, in, uh, in uh, Nick Bosa. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he's great. I'm not saying he's and you not. have you have a top three linebacker in the league too. Oh my, yeah. I mean, I mean, just, I get it. This this team has some stars around them. All right, but like the, I I just. My thing with this team is we've seen the construction of this team over and over and over again. What is changing from year to year that makes this team and lets this team take the jump, Bryce, that you just flat out believe that they should have already made, which is win a Super Bowl? What's the jump? What's changed from last year's roster? What's changed from the last two years? Last two years. Where that's, though? That's right? really where, to, where. Well, okay. If Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in the Eagles game, maybe they win that game. And that's always been that's that's always been the thing. If Jimmy G stays healthy, right? They when they were healthy, when they were healthy, they made the Super Bowl. And Jimmy G missed one throw, and they lost the Super Bowl. That was the difference, right? So then we thought it was an upgrade at quarterback. Right. And I still I still feel like what maybe maybe uh, Purdy though, isn't the guy. Though. And you and I said that you and I said that the whole time that none of those moves were upgrades for them. You and I both sure. said that. No, I, I and I still feel that way. But it's it's not impossible that they can make a Super Bowl and win it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but the past couple of years, it's it's been a lot of health. They've had a lot of a lot of running backs go down to injury. They've had wide receivers go down with injury, linemen go down with injury, defensive guys go down. With, I mean, it's just injury after injury after injury for the, for the Niners. Injuries, but I mean, we're talking about key guys, Caleb, key guys that they lost. Not just 
a, you know, a, a left guard that you can just plug somebody in. Right. And you'll be fine. Or like some, you know, interior defensive lineman, you can just plug in and everything's fine. Like we're talking about positions of value that help you win titles. Then you're not identifying the positions of value correctly. You're not a, you're not identifying the positions of value correctly. If these guys continue to get hurt over and over again and not allow them to be at their full strength price. You're putting more. You're like the thing that I have with Shanahan. The issue I have with Shanahan is I think you look at this, you look at this situation with the Niners. Okay. And these guys get hurt. Okay. Like, so you're, you're dealing with maybe Chris Conley as a starting wide receiver. I understand Chris Conley is not Debo Sam. I understand that Willie Sneed is not Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> I understand that, but I'm just, but it feels like it's the same type of problems every year. And it doesn't feel like there's any sort of change within their system, within who they're finding in their personnel or anything. It feels like it just rinse and repeat. It's like just trying to fix something with the same tool, just hoping that it works and it just never does. You got to go get another one. And my point is, I just feel like they're, they're, they're kind of butthurt right now. They're trying, to, they're trying to do the same thing. They've been trying to do the same thing for the last five years, and they haven't been able to get it done, Bryce. And that's my criticism of Kyle Shanahan. It's not that Kyle Shanahan hasn't had a buttload of success. It's not that Kyle Shanahan hasn't gotten to the playoffs, Bryce. It's the fact that it feels like he just keeps trying to do the same type of thing over and over again and consistently slips a great coach overcomes a great coach andy reed sean mcveigh overcomes all of that and finds a way to find the right tool to get the job done okay so if he trades for kyler murray are you putting him in the super bowl automatically i would put this team in the super bowl if they got kyler murray yeah but I don't think Kyle Shanahan will do it. I don't think it's Kyle Shanahan. Because, yes, yes, it is. Because he wants good. Yes, it is. Can I tell you why? Because He's he wants all control of the offense. If a superstar comes in, if Aaron Rodgers comes in, you know what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. He wants to run the show, Bryce, and you know it. Yeah, but I don't think. No, Kyler you know it. Don't give me that bull crap. Don't give me that bull crap. I didn't say you that. Know I, he'll I, don't, do I didn't say. I, I said I don't think Kyler is. is he doesn't have. He doesn't have the. Uh, I guess the clout to control and all. He's got more clout than those three gentlemen. He's got more clout than Brock Purdy. He's got more clout than Trey Lance. He's got yeah, more clout than Sam Darnold, and he's got more clout than Jimmy Garoppolo. He just got he got a big contract. Is getting traded. Kyler Murray with this like, San Francisco Niners team, I will. I would absolutely lock them in for the Super Bowl, Bryce. I have no problem saying that. Would lock this in. Not only would I lock them in to make the Super Bowl, I, I would lock this team to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's on the table. I'm not saying this season, but maybe in the offseason, if if Arizona decides to go Caleb Williams, you know, or maybe the Niners take a swing and trade up for Caleb Williams. I don't know. I, like, that'd be a massive swing, but. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, like, we'll, I think, we'll see. I think, Caleb, your, ahead, your point's valid. Like, saying that Shannon has slipped at the end of postseasons. He's choked. Don't say slip. He's choked. Unreal. I mean, it is also slipping but also you can't ask of like i mean sure you are asking of him to do this but not every coach is going to be andy reed and bill belichick i mean like 
him getting them to those NFC championships year after year is incredible. Like getting to the Super Bowl that one year, that's that's exactly what you could ask for out of an NFL coach, period. So like the fact that they they have been playing dominant football in the regular season and getting to the postseason and giving them the chance is all you can ask for. And especially since it's the NFL and it's something new every week with a different team randomly popping up. Like, I don't know. That's all you can ask for. I I just feel like since since I mean, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, it's not the same as Shanahan and Tyler, if they get him or, or the three quarterbacks they have now. I, no, I feel hold like hold up, hold up. Hold up though. You're you got a guy in Bryce Shaddy right here. You got a guy in Bryce Shaddy right here who thinks Kyle Shanahan's like the best coach in the NFL. So I got hold the crap up. I didn't say he, he was called, the best. You think he's the second he's best coach there. in football. He he is a top he is a top five coach, hundred percent. He's top three. I would actually agree with that. So stop giving him passes. You guys have been giving him passes the entire season. I do because he's, well, he's, he's getting there. He's he's completing the goal that they're asking for. He's Bryce, getting them criticism. They can. Bryce, your criticism, your criticism of Sean McDermott is that he can't get the job done. Yes or no? Yeah, but he hasn't showed me. Kyle Shanahan is not getting the job done. Shanahan's getting closer. But Close he's not getting the job done. He's Close not getting the job done. And the Niners haven't been to a Super Bowl yet. I understand that, but he's not gotten it. Both of those guys. And you know what? He's finally done. taking some initiative and in taking over defensive play calling. So it's this is this is a balls to the wall time for Sean McDermott. Like to me, that's his last play. If he doesn't get, why it done, can't you gone. say that about Shanahan? Why? Because you see what he does with. With crappy mid-level quarterbacks. Yeah, you're just giving them free passes. I mean, oh, oh his system is, is just Josh Allen, Josh Allen, or Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Josh Allen. <I> <laughs> okay, okay, Josh Allen or Brock Purdy. Josh Allen. Josh Allen or C.J. Beathard. Josh Allen. Nick <laughs> Mullins. Josh Allen. Okay, that's why McDermott's on the hot seat. Bryce, the Niners have the Niners can't get a guy to go play there. Yes, they can. They can't do. They have. They haven't done it. They tried to get. They haven't gotten Tom Brady. They haven't gotten Aaron Rodgers. And both I, those guys were heavily rumored okay. to the Niners. Okay, but, but I think we, that you don't know trying. if that was. Uh, yeah, what is that in the picture? Did. That they're maybe trying they to do it. Maybe it's just not the right price. They have three capable quarterbacks that they believe in. And that's the thing is maybe they they're, want to try maybe it they're they're like no, we'll just take our chances. We don't need to give up our entire future. The team seems confident with Brock. Kind of did though. They kind of did with Trey Lance. They kind of did, but and that's why they're learning from it because it was after Trey Lance when they talked about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and that's probably when the price got too rich for their blood. But there's been some guys available. There has, there has. Matt Stafford. Would you not have gotten Matt Stafford right now? Again, that was a pretty hefty price to pay. I'm just, but you come on. Was it hefty or not? It was a little heavy. Uh, hey, can, you, was name a me, little can you name me a Rams draft pick in the past like three years? No, I can't. Exactly. exactly. Well, we just said 2 2. We just said 2 2. Yeah, sure. But, but no, but I know what he means. A yeah, relevant, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what he means. A relevant. No draft. future. And we just, we just crapped all over the Rams because they have no one. And we knew this was going to happen. We called this. When everyone is gone, this team's going right. to suck. Yeah. They have no future. Right. We, we could, we could. I, we could go on and on about the Niners. Not again, not because for, for what Bryce is saying. I, I just have, I think I kind of own this island that nobody else even remotely you, you, tries to sniff. 
Yeah. But I don't feel like that my my I don't feel like my criticisms are not valid. Absolutely. I no, just think just see it from a I just think point of view. the Niners are the Niners are looked at to me like they're, they're this great franchise. And I just I think their talent is too good, Bryce, for this team to not have a Super Bowl. And I think you agree. And I think you agree. Hey, they might get there this year. Then give me your division prediction. Let me hear it. Right now. Honest to God. Yeah, go go four one. through one. Go go four through one. Number four. Number four in this division, I have the Arizona Cardinals, a.k.a. Bryce's best pick he made in the over-unders draft. A hundred percent. I stole that, too. Bryce, 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 Bryce nailed I that had the ball over-unders draft. He did, he did it, he, and I absolutely agree. Uh, I'll take the Rams at number three. I'll take the Rams at number three. I want to be very clear with my next two picks. Both of these teams are locking into the playoffs, locking into the playoffs, locking into the playoffs. I have the Niners going ten and seven for second place, and I have Seattle going eleven and six. Again, both teams uh, both teams are in the playoffs. Both teams are in the playoffs. Lock it in, lock it in. But I will take Seattle. Are you putting money on that? (laughs) Actually, there's no value in it. Oh. There was, but there's no value in it anymore. Like, there's a lot. I mean, like, look at it. It's actually closer than you think. The books have it closer than you think. Interesting. Okay, Zach, let me hear yours. Just for division? I mean. Yeah. Four through I, one. Yeah. Like, I. Sadly, I'm, I'm at a, honestly a crossroads between the Rams and the Cardinals. I think Cardinals take fourth. Rams. He's a crossroads. I don't even think it's close. <laughs> Only because, well, like, I could see them, like, just maybe a team doesn't take them as serious. They don't fully open up the playbook and they just lose. That'll be the shouldn't. bungle of the know. year, losing yes. to the Cardinals. Correct. Bungle. But I just don't know. I mean, the Rams have to play the same type of players. I mean, they got to play the Cardinals. So maybe they win one of those. But still, it's it's Cardinals and it's Rams. And man, ooh, I mean, like what I described earlier as like this. How I saw the Cowboys go after CD and a Trey Diggs, like that kind of same vibes in a draft that Seattle had this year. It makes me want to pick them for number one. But you clown. I don't think I can. Yeah, you're softer than Charmin. You're picking the Niners number one. Come on. But I can. That is correct. And you're you're softer than Charmin. You are. Well, I just think that since they have arguably the best weapons. In total, in football, I can combine that. Combined with Mr. Kyle Shanahan and absolute stars, studs on defense, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, just being themselves, it's gonna propel them to win the division again. Yeah, yeah. Give me the uh, same as Zach: Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners. Probably got the Niners. You you probably got the minus going undefeated. Anyway, we got we got we got next we got next week we got we got next week. Uh, Lynn Sanity discussing. Uh, I believe I have it down. Uh, for the NFC South, and I am that's uh, right about this. Uh, we got wow. the small market, the small the market, small market king. king back in business. That's uh, right. Discussing uh, the greatness of Kyle Trask. Uh, the uh, the decisions that Carolina Panthers made in the offseason. Uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, trying to not get Dennis Allen fired. And whether the Falcons' offense can actually live up to uh, the hype, we will go through all that next week. And That's then, Peter. and then we'll have uh, Ryan Gregory 
Uh, I'm hoping to get him on uh, to discuss uh, the NFC North, uh, to discuss uh, all of the action. Uh, Lord knows I'll have to calm down the room with Justin Fields uh, because, you know, I obviously know that Bryce will get a room with him. And I obviously know Ryan Gregory will get a room with him. Uh, so I will have to deal, manage baby. the room as best you as possible. You already know the deal. And then, and then lastly, uh, we we got the NFCs coming up. Uh, and uh, Zach Griffith uh, is going to be joining us to talk about the uh, the great division Cowboys that is the NFC. Uh, oh, 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 oh. And it should be uh, should be an interesting podcast uh, wow. to break down. So we only got a couple more, uh, and then the NFL season uh, is upon us. So once again, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, coming on this week's Insanity. Absolutely, man. Anytime, it's an honor. <laughs>